I'm Rosie. And I'm Wendy. And you're listening to Spilling La Sopa, a podcast about real Latinas, real conversations, real chistosas. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. This is your amiga, Wendy. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's go ahead and check in with our other amigas. Hi, everyone. Rosie here. ¿Cómo están? ¿Cómo están? Hi, everybody. It's Marisol. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. So fun fact, guys. Um, I know we've been, we, we take quite some time to crank out these episodes, but um, just want to let everybody know that all three of us are working from three different area codes and we remotely record. Um, so we see each other via the internet world. <laughs> so we're not recording. <laughs> We're not recording in the same space. Um, yeah, we don't get to hit each other when somebody says something dumb. <laughs> yeah, just give give evil eye out, evil eye. <laughs> okay. Through our camera. Exactly. <laughs> so let me start off with a story real quick. There's been something that's been bugging me, um, and I thought it'd be mm. good to share with you guys and maybe maybe uh, discuss it in an episode. So. Like you guys already know, I recently moved out of my roommate housing situation. So Woo. I'm no longer living with roommates. I've matured. <laughs> grown. <laughs> exactly. I'm grown. <laughs> yeah, I started to feel the the uh the difference between like just age difference between the roommates and myself. And I'm like, mm, I think I'm getting I'm getting too old for the situation. But anyways, I ended up moving out and in the process of moving out, like I took like a whole month to move out, or, like taking things here and there. And um, I left a few things at the house. So sometimes I'd go back and I'd check out, see what was left. Um, and I'd take some stuff to my new place. So I noticed one of the times that I went back that well, my trash can was missing because I left the trash can there. Um, like a trash bin? Yeah, the trash bin. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't take it originally because I'm like, oh, well, the girls are still going to use it. So anyway, so there was one particular roommate in the home um, that was also moving out. And this particular roommate hadn't been getting along with any of the ladies in the house. Mm. Um, so because things weren't as cool with her anymore, um, I assumed that she took my trash can, which was totally true. She did take my <laughs> trash can. <laughs> so anyway, exactly. So anyways, I went I went to the house and I was like, where's my trash can? The only person that's been moving out is this girl, right? The other person uh, that hadn't been getting along too well with us. And I was like royally offended, like, oh, hell no. How is this bee going to be taking my trash can? Um, was it one of those trash bins that talk? Like that you say open and it opens or whatever? No, it was a dumb oh, trash can. <laughs> it was not a fancy trash can, dude. Oh, it was okay, because right, okay, you were continue. putting up a fight there. Yeah, continue I know. With the Let me continue so you can get so you can understand where I'm getting at. So, anyways, the, the first thought I had at first, I was royally offended, like, "Oh hell no!" Right, and then then my first thought was, "Let it go, let it go. I don't need the can." I, it it's was, it's not a can that I need. <laughs> exactly. It's not a can that I need. I was planning to give it away and everything's fine, right? <laughs> so then I was like, make peace with it. I'm fine, right? And I was like, okay, cool. You know, fine. Then two weeks, two weeks later, I'm minding my own business, eating eating breakfast in my kitchen and just, you know, doing nothing but eating breakfast. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, I get this crazy toxic thought. 
my trash can like i'm all pissed again like like her no reason it's just like an intrusive exactly like intrusive thought todavía toxica yeah like me my trash can me basurero and then i'm like again feeling all offended and and i was like oh hell no like i need to get my trash can back i need to retrieve it so that i went ahead and i fired away i fired away the famous text message right and i'm all asking for my trash can Um, excuse me where's my $20.99 <laughs> trash can exactly. I'm like um excuse me bitch can you please give me back my trash can like <laughs> I had to put no. that on my credit card and it is due <laughs> exactly. I need to return it and it's accruing <laughs> charges interest. credit fee interest fees yeah <laughs> so anyway, you're like I've been putting my trash message. in plastic bags this whole time because <laughs> I ain't got no trash can exactly. I've just been dumping it right right next to my bed like fucking Ew. on the side <laughs> Anyways, so after sending the message, later on, I started to feel guilty, right? I started to feel guilty about asking for the trash can. So what I do when yeah. I start to feel guilty is that I, I want to, I call somebody, right? I call my support system, usually my amigas. So I went ahead and I called one of my friends and she totally validated me, man. She was like fucking saying like, girl, get your trash can. It's, it's the principle. It's the principle. Um, so I was like, yeah, like, yeah, I did the right thing. Right. So then after that, <laughs> I, I didn't ask for my trash can. I, I demanded my trash can. I was like, give me my trash can. Right. Meow. Through a text message? <laughs> Through a, no, it was first it was text message. And then I got into a phone call because it, Mm. there's more to the story basically she was like it's not your trash can it's mine i'm like oh hell no anyways but the but the point of everything was that it didn't matter because i didn't eat the trash can but there was something else underneath it right there was something else that was driving my behavior so when i end up realizing you know after days and maybe weeks later of engaging <laughs> in, in the toxica behavior i realized that i was holding a grudge on her a grudge yeah. against her Um, because she didn't get along with me, you know, and particularly. So, uh, so I usually like to get along with people. So because she wasn't getting along with me, I, I held like this grudge, right? And I took something like a trash can to kind of beef it out with her, right? right. Um, Especially a trash you were about to get rid of anyway. Yeah. yeah. And you want Mind it. you, it did not fit in Wendy's new kitchen. Like the, <laughs> oh, yeah. it didn't fit. It didn't go <laughs> yeah. like. It was it was really like the principle for her porque do, do, no o sea, no sure. tenía dónde ponerlo. Exactly. No, no, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I just Bomba. wanted to pick the the garage out and really like drop it in there, but anyways, so our topic for today is going to be discussing toxica toxico behavior. Yikes, Good Wendy boy. definitely, definitely <laughs> Wendy was toxic right there for yeah. $3 very, trash can. Very cuckoo Anyways, for how can we translate cuckoo Like, cuckoo means... Boo-boo. It's like boogeyman, kind of, no? Yes. No, boogeyman. Yeah. No, boo-boy. It's like boogeyman. <laughs> it's boo-boo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like boogeyman. So, so basically, it's like pretty much discussing your boogeyman or boogie lady self. Like, when do you become like a boogie... A boogie oogie oogie. <laughs> I'm currently I'm like doing my boogie dancing right now. <laughs> okay. So let me ask a question. So what are some behaviors that you consider toxic? You asking back for your two dollar ninety nine cent trash. <laughs> yeah, well, we, uh, we've already established that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I outed it myself. Was, it was more like it was more like 
10 to 12 dollars money it was a big trash can oh, oh i don't think okay. it was so, like three dollars oh, no. i think it was it, it was, was heavy oh. duty oh girl you get your trash yeah. can back i'm just kidding <laughs> it was to, meant to withstand the elements um i oh, think same. right I now see. there's um like toxico toxica like the word at least has become mm -hmm. popular like on social media and um like music tv like all these streams and so it's like i don't know if you are are you ladies on tiktok no but i do not watch you it. don't use tiktok i, I don't tiktok no, no but don't I do it, it videos. Is, <laughs> don't do it it's a huge time suck it is a time okay. suck um my partner would like watch videos and like start sending me videos and so i started like watching videos and now i send people videos i send you videos all the time Wendy. usually it's like dog <laughs> yes, videos do. that i like <laughs> yes. but um so there's a lot of like popularity around right like the toxico and and the toxica partner um yeah, definitely but i think it's usually targeted that against women i think it's a little bit of both and in the context of like today's conversation, I think we're we're um, it's important to note that we're talking about like the broader context, like not just the partner toxico toxica, like the typical way that we, we think of the word today, but also like your own behaviors in like a multitude of situations. So some behaviors that I think are toxic are just like being petty, you know, like petty spaghetti, Definitely. Um, like passive aggressive, holding grudges for sure. And it correlates with our past uh, episode on trauma, right, too. You know, having toxic behaviors can come about from traumatic experiences. Uh, but another thing that I, I was thinking about right now about behaviors that are toxic is being manipulative, right, um, or uh, misleading people or leading people on, especially because I'm thinking about it right now in, like re in romantic relationships, including like ghosting and gaslighting and all of that manipulative type of behavior right i agree with you madi when you said um some of these behaviors originate as like defense mechanism for probably something that you yourself was trying to cope with at the time right so if something was pretty extreme or excessive for you and we end up developing coping skills to protect ourselves like gaslighting right so if we have like a very uh, punitive uh, parent or somebody that you know, we looked up to as a child and, and, and they said a lot of mean things to us. Maybe that's something, some way that we decide to protect ourselves in, in the future, right? Is maybe gaslight somebody or deny somebody's reality. Right. Including like ghosting, right? So that may mean that the person who's being, who's ghosting, they're the ones who uh, may have dealt with people withdrawing in their early, in their early life, right? Or ghosting them and so then that's why they do it that's what they're used to or they're just scared to get too close to somebody and when they start getting too close they just decide to maybe pull away and ghost or they're afraid of confrontation too like some people just don't can't like stand to be in a situation where they're uncomfortable so they rather just like dip without an explanation than to like have that True. difficult conversation and be like hey I'm, I'm not interested you know definitely Right, um, right. One of the, um, I think one of the biggest toxic behaviors that I can think of is like grudges. Because mm. they're not only, like not only do they make you behave in a toxic way, but they're toxic for you. Like just you having the grudge, I think is like harmful for you. But That's true. it's hard to let go of grudges. So what, like what, how do you define a grudge, ladies? Mm. I, it's, it's funny because when I was thinking about that, I'm like, I feel like I don't really hold grudges against people, 
right? I don't feel like a, I'm a, I, I kind of hold grudges. I feel like I have a really bad brain. First of all, if you know me, you know that my memory sucks. So usually when somebody does something shady to me, I forget about it. And I usually end up calling like Wendy or one other friend just saying like, hey, why did I stop talking to so-and-so? Or what did this person do to me? And then they remind me and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Because I just forget. I just kind of forgive and forget. And it kind of goes with what you said, Rosie. I feel like it is more harmful for you to hold the grudge than, you know, um, for the other, for the person who did it. So I feel like sometimes I just forget. Yeah, you, you forget when people are, are toxic towards you. And you also forget when you're toxic towards others. Because yo ass always forget when you're toxic towards me. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Not even. Hey, vice versa. Like, hey, se olvida de los dos lados, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, like, fair, at least. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Rosie, for having my yeah. back there. <laughs> when I think about, when I think about um, grudges and, like, its definition, like, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, resentment. And then and then and then I try to like also just define resentment as just like this feeling of of having been treated unfairly. And mm -hmm. then and then this feeling of you've been treated unfairly becomes like this persistent feeling of just ill will, like like you just really dislike the situation or a person for having not giving you what you believe you deserved. Um and yeah, it totally it can totally fester and grow into ugliness. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I I hold grudges. I try not to, and I would like to say that I'm getting better at letting things go. But if you do me dirty, I'm not gonna forget that shit. I'm gonna remember yeah. every time I see your ass. <laughs> yeah. So don't do yeah. anything to Rosie, y'all. <laughs> no, it's for just sure. you know, like Marty, you said. Like, I guess it depends too on what it is, right? If it's like someone close to me, like a family member or a friend, like it's I think more impactful or more hurtful. Which is True. also like because that person is close, it's like more motivating to be like, okay, like let's just let's just get over it. Like, is it that serious, right? right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it depends how much power that person has over you too, right? Um, because, for example, like I was thinking about that, and like when Wendy made the connection of resentment, like the grudge and resentment. You know, sometimes I think about like my dad, right? So I'm gonna get a little deep, but like, right? I I didn't grow up with my dad. I grew up with my mom and my sister, and so. I don't feel like I have a grudge against him, but I think I do have resentment. And I guess maybe both of them are related. And the resentment is kind of like, hey, you didn't even give me an opportunity to get to know me type of deal thing. So I guess, it, but I also kind of forget about it. It's not a big deal because he's not close to me. I never got to know him. So it's also like, meh, you know, yeah. so it's a little bit of both. But thanks for bringing that up, Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that... Um just I know we had we had spent a whole episode talking about defense mechanisms, but you know forgetfulness and um, amnesia is a is also a form of of defense mechanisms, right? Because like I said mm. earlier, this, the emotion might have like feeling abandoned might have mm. been so heavy, it's easy to just forget about it. Um, one thing that comes to mind as well is just like social learning, right? Like. I, I know that I hold grudges, obviously, <laughs> and it doesn't even matter if you have power over me or not. It's just a, 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 almost like a social skill that I have because it's something that my family practiced, right? It's, it's as if it, this is a way to socialize with other people. Um, and I think my mom, my mom's like notorious for cutting people off, like even her own kids. If you like royally offended her, she's like, snip, snip. I don't fucking know you. I don't, I don't care if I carried you nine months and fucking kicked your ass all those days. That's so but funny. Yeah, like um, that's one of her like 
coping skills, right? It's like she will just cut you off. So I think that growing up and noticing, you know, grudge-like behavior that also was inclusive of like a social skill is something that just becomes entrenched, right? It's an entrenched learning, learned behavior um, that is super, super hard to get rid of if you're not consciously practicing not doing it, which is what happened with the whole trash can thing. Like I consciously said, let it go. You don't need the trash can. And that helped for two weeks. But then the fucking two weeks later, my old habits came back. Like, give me my trash can back. (laughs) I wonder why they came back two weeks later. Yeah. Maybe because I still wasn't consciously practicing the letting go piece. Right. Like, I think it's not about just practicing it one day. You know, it's about practicing it daily. Right. And, And really making it part of like your new thought process um maybe maybe that's the reason why being like strong enough to push those thoughts out of your mind or to like deal with them right to be like okay because the thought's gonna pop back in but like okay well you know i said i would let this go so it's better for me if i let it go like kind of to you have to kind of coach yourself through it i guess but i guess maybe that day you really needed your trash can right you were over your plastic i didn't i totally didn't (laughs) I totally didn't. And I think that, you know, I think part of it is managing, right? Learning how to manage things differently. Um, And I think that maybe that's how far my capacity to manage that went, right? It went went up to two weeks. And then after that, you know, one thing that might help would just kind of directly talk, talk to the person, right? And say, hey, I'm feeling really silly because... I've been, you know, I've been all offended by you taking my trash can and then like laugh about right. it, right? Like I've said before, like me laughing about it definitely alleviates some of the discomfort from engaging in toxica behaviors like that. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. toxica for sure. So I think we're already touching on this on, on um, but I wanted to ask like, what are some other reasons uh, that we engage in like toxic behavior? You know, not just grudges. Mm-hmm. Like what are... What are some reasons you think that um, that that's becomes the the defense mechanism or that that's like our first go to? Sometimes it could be feelings of like being left out or not taken into account why you might act toxic right towards somebody. You might be petty towards somebody because maybe you didn't get invited somewhere. And for the next couple of weeks saying you don't invite them somewhere either. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of talking about it. Right. But you 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 become toxic too. They might have given you that toxic behavior and now you're giving it back, right? Because you didn't bother to ask, well, why wasn't I invited, right? Type of deal thing, which I know is kind of awkward to ask, but I feel like I try to call people out like, hey, I want to go too, even if it's just playfully. And then they'll be like, yes, bitch, you're invited too. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't really want you there, but you are a whiner. Hey, um, excuse <laughs> me. Pero ya te invitaste. Yeah. Pues ya que es. Ya saben cómo me pongo. <laughs> yeah. Por eso no te invitan, dude. so i was gonna say that um the one that comes up for me is like unrealistic expectations and when i think about that one i my brain automatically goes to like dating right and and the many times that i did become toxic with partners that i dated uh, because my expectations were totally unrealistic you know, um, some of the ones would be like early on when I was like really young, my poor, my poor partner at the time, I I had like the, the belief that my, my, my mind could be read, you know, like you should have known <laughs> <laughs> that I wanted you to help me, um, but I never asked for help, right? 
Um, right. Or if you saw me quiet, you should have known that I needed support from you, you know. Um, so I think that definitely having a realistic expectations is thinking that I'm going to get things um, a certain way without necessarily having direct communication about it. I think that's definitely a big one because then you do start holding a grudge like, well, what doesn't he know me? good like well enough like haven't I been sharing all these things why is why doesn't he know what I want or what I don't want right but like you said they're not mind readers right nobody's a mind reader um so holding those unrealistic expectations does make you act out toxica or toxico yeah I think part of it too is like um protection right like self-preservation kind of like the thought like si ya me lo hiciste una vez like you ain't gonna get me twice Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you if you've already demonstrated that you're the kind of person that would do this thing that hurt me, well, I'm not going to give you the opportunity to to do that again. Right. In the same way. So I think that's kind of my thought process behind, you know, like saying like, well, I I do hold grudges like I, I struggle with letting things go is it depends on how much like it impacts me, I guess, or or, you know, like the principle of it. It's just like uh, it's a form of, I think, self-preservation. Yeah, I know Mari had talked about um, feeling left out and she kind of brushed a little bit on social media. But I would say also like like social media does like perpetuate feelings of like envy and jealousy. Right. Which would be another reason why why one might feel a grudge is like, you know, a lot of, you know, social media things that you view are like people's uh, happiness or people's success or people's uh, beauty, <laughs> booty, everything. Yeah. Um, and you might feel, hey, do booty right now is like the thing. I, I don't know is when it? it's going to, when, when it's going to fade out, but maybe it's towards the end of its prime, but booty has been the one thing that I think a lot of ladies got within the past few years, like Kim oh, Kardashian, oh, like actually like getting injections, getting an actual getting big work booty, done. yeah, oh. and then and then ladies feeling like like jealous, right? Like, oh man, I, my butt doesn't look like that. Um, right. But those are all filters sometimes too. Like when somebody's skin looks all like hella nice, and I'm like, oh, their skin is so pretty, and then I see them live, and I'm like, it ain't that pretty, right? <laughs> but it was all yeah. the filters. My skin yeah, is great. Too. Uh, you should say that your skin was oily when with filters or no filters. Yeah, dude, oh, I see you glistening. I see you. Yeah, because I'm glitter. Uh, it's glitter, girl. Glitter. It's glitter, baby. Glitter. <laughs> what's the most? Um, what's the most toxic thing that you've ever done towards someone else? Ooh, I gotta think about this one. Or what's? Or what's like a little grudge you hold? Like I said, I am not toxic. I do not try to cut anybody's internet off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mari. Okay, Mari, so listen. Uh, wait, let me remind the, the listeners before you continue, Mari. Mari forgets when people are toxic towards her and also forgets when she's toxic to people. But continue, Mari. Um, I don't think I was being toxic, okay? Wendy says I was being toxic. I don't believe I was being toxic. So maybe el público can hit us up on our Gmail account, spillingasop at gmail.com or on our Instagram and let us know who is the toxic one, right? Yeah, I mean, right. if I'm toxic or not, actually, yeah, who's right? Who's right and who's wrong? When I first heard the story, I was like, <laughs> no, that's not toxic. And then Wendy shared a little bit more details and I was like, uh, still not toxic, but I can see where she gets that from. Okay, so not fully, so not fully toxic. So, okay, so my story is that, <laughs> so um, I used to share uh, Wi-Fi with my ex. And um, so when we broke up the first time, <laughs> when we broke up the first time, um, 
<laughs> I know that makes me crack up. But anyways, when we broke up the first time, um, he kept my Wi-Fi, right? I guess he kept using it. And I was fine. I didn't, I didn't care, whatever, you know. And so later on, I saw maybe a month later or two, I don't know how long, I saw that he was bringing some girl home, right? And they were probably going to Netflix and chill. Important note, they lived close enough to share Wi-Fi. So get yes. Yeah. Get that in your head. Yes, listeners. we were not sharing. Yeah, we were not sharing a home. Yeah, we, we live close, really close by. So I see that he brings some girl home. So I was like, huh, excuse me, are they going to Netflix and chill under my Wi-Fi that I pay $14.99 <laughs> for? I had a really good deal back in the day. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hell no. How the hell do I change the password on this thing? I did all kinds of research because I'm really slow <laughs> with that. And then it was too much to, to, to you know, change the password. So I was like, ah, que le hace, you know, whatever. So no, yeah. so no le corté, so no le corté the internet, right? So I am not toxica because I did not cut it. Uh, like two months later, we ended up getting back together. So good job because then I would have been like, do you want the password back? And that would have been probably embarrassing. <laughs> that would have been so much work. But anyway, so here's here's my take on it. She she didn't she didn't behave because she never cut off the 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 Wi-Fi, right? So she didn't be- behave toxica, but the thought process was there, right? Because in the beginning, she was like, "Fine, cool, we broke up, but we're still cool. You can totally use my Wi-Fi. Everything's fine." But then the second she saw another lady come in, and she was ella iba a gozar el Netflix y el chill. Mari was like, "F this, I'm I'm." cutting off the wi-fi so i feel like within that split second that she decided i'm gonna try to figure out how to change this password because he's not gonna netflix and chill under my wi-fi that became toxic because then that means that she did not truly have those friendship feelings she has said in the beginning right that yeah cool use my wi-fi yeah that's totally fine i'm not bothered but she became super bothered when she saw him with a new lady well, so yeah, I think that that's was crossing a line. That's crossing. A How line. is that crossing the line? Well, it's like single. if I'm using, it's like if I'm using his Amazon account, and then my new boyfriend is using the Amazon account too. Como but she no. wasn't using your Wi-Fi. She came to his house <laughs> where the Wi-Fi was connected. <laughs> now I would have cut that difference. shit, buddy. I would have cut that Thank shit. You, I would have cut the <laughs> Wi-Fi. I would have been like, nope. As soon as you saw the lady, or as soon as you guys broke up, I would have probably stopped sharing it when we broke up. But, you know, we worked out an agreement and then I saw someone. But also, yeah, if I had some underlying feelings about it, like because if you really, really didn't care about the person, then it wouldn't bother you that he had someone over. Right. So if I had some underlying feelings and I'd just be like, yeah, like I'm not going to pay for you to fucking Netflix and chill with somebody else. Bye. Yeah. I, I think it's like the principle, like the whole trash can story. <laughs> like <my> trash can <laughs> st- so you were it's holding mine. a little it's grudge. Mine. It's you were mine. holding a grudge. Anyways, so I do I, hold grudges. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that you can't go back on your decision making. Obviously, if you're like I'm first, I'm okay with lending the Wi-Fi, and now I'm not. That's totally fine and totally valid. Um, but yeah, I would still say that it was it was grudgy, grudgy like to decide as soon as you saw a new lady. Um. <laughs> I'm still going to disagree. And so I hope the publico lets me know if you agree with me or not. Yes. Yeah, we're we're going to uh, we're going to take a poll after we post. Yeah. Uh, after we post this episode. A ver qué dice el publico. OK. Ah, bueno, pues, I'm going to win this. All right. <laughs> so back to the toxic question. Um, what were some of the toxic behaviors or why why do we engage in toxic behaviors? So I guess when I really, really think about it in terms of when I saw that lady, I guess maybe the toxic behavior would be the jealousy component, perhaps, oh, right? Okay. That came out. Yeah. So even though I'm not admitting to it, 
<laughs> you I, I, just I'm did. just correlate. I'm just correlating. I'm just cor- <laughs> it's an educated guess. I may have right. been jealous. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, anyways, Rosie possible. asked, what's the worst, like, what's the most toxic thing you've ever done? I'm still trying to figure one. Yeah. I know I have, but... Um, yeah, I, I can go. Uh, I got one. Okay, okay. I got one uh, while, you, while you think about it. La toxica de Rosie. La toxica. So, and this was when I was younger. Disclaimer. I like to throw that out there. I was I was it's, way younger. AKA yesterday. AKA. This is last week. No, I was like, I was probably like, because I like 18, 19. And I was dating someone. It was for a while. You know, we had some issues, blah, 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 blah. And he, he was, uh, he was, how should I say this? Um, how should I say this in non-toxica language? Yeah, how should I say this and not sound like a toxica? Let me see. You don't fucked up. Just, just, you already <laughs> yeah. said you were being toxica, so just use yeah. the language so, already. Anyway, he was the type of person that was like, oh, you know, um, I'm going to go do this thing, but only guys are going to be there. And so, you know, no one's taking their girlfriend, so, like, you can't come, mm. right? Things, shit like that. And so mm. this particular party, like, we went to together, and we went with his sister, actually. And it was someone's, um, it was, like, someone's quinceañera, right? It was someone's quinceañera. And uh, we went, and, like, you know, we're sitting at the table, and, like, you know, it's cool. Like, I knew the, the people who, like, who the quinceañera was. Like, I knew a couple of people there, but I didn't really know like a lot of people to, enough to like go and have a conversation with people by myself other than like, Oh, hi, you know, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Right. So anyway, like he leaves me sitting at the table. He disappears for a little while. And I had already told him like, Hey, like, let's dance. I want to dance. And he was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now. And then we're like having a beer at the table. And then he goes to have a beer. Like he stands up to have a beer, um, like with a group of, of guys in a corner. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not going to go over there. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm going to chill here. And so I'm sitting there for a couple minutes, you know, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, hmm, you know, I'm in La La Land. And then I turn around and I see this fool dancing with some girl who was not like not family, not anyone I seen before, not, you know, a floos. I, a flu- she looked like a floos. <laughs> she looked like a floos for sure. Wait, wait, I'm not knocking on floosies. I, I love floosies, by the way. Yeah, yeah. but she she was a, you know, she you looked like a flu. But the floos was him. He was the floos. Yeah, he um, was the floos. For sure, yeah. He, he was him. the floos. But so, the you know, they're dancing and I was like, oh, hell no. Like, you bring me to this party. I've already asked you to dance. And you were like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right, whatever. And then you leave me by myself. And I'm just like sitting there while you're dancing with some chick that I have no idea who it is. So I walked over there. I grabbed him by his shirt and I was like, you're going to dance with me. And he was like, oh, that's messed up. And the girl's looking at me like, oh, shit. And I was just like, are you going to dance with me or, you know, like or, or what? And he was like, you know, he didn't say anything. And so we started dancing. And in retrospect, I'm like, ew, like that was horrible. You know, it's horrible mm. behavior on my part. Uh, so I think that like actually physically like grabbing dude by the shirt, like I grabbed him by the collar and I was like, no, no. But like mm. who's actually being the toxico toxica here, him or you? Well, I think both, you know, like that behavior him, I, I consider 100%. inappropriate. Like I don't think it's inappropriate yeah. for your partner to dance with someone else at a party. Like mm-hmm. if you, yeah. you know, like if if you know the person like my partner can have friends like i don't think that's a problem yeah. but like no. you know just like the all the whole sequence of events like all added together um yeah, yeah i was like i was like yeah. oh no like we not doing this 
Yeah. yeah. No, um, he, he was toxic. I mean, what is like an appropriate way to react to that? To to get up and leave the party and go home? People are still going to be like, oh, she's toxic. No más lo dejo aquí en el party. Like, pull him aside and have a conversation. I guess that would be the. Yeah, I guess. Way. I mean, you know, in retrospect, like <laughs> that, that this. would be fine. But, you know, this wasn't like the first. I guess, this was the first time that that happened, but it wasn't mm-hmm. the first yeah. time that we like had a conversation around like, hey, like this, like this isn't cool. And yeah. also, we were like, 18 19 you know my vocabulary was like a lot more limited and my ability to like be like hey this is bothering me this wasn't okay or to set those terms beforehand you know like Mm -hmm. because at that point we had been dating for like over a year almost you know year or whatever it was Mm -hmm. like he should have already known at that point that that bothered me and i should have already had a conversation by that point that like hey this is I, i don't think this is appropriate i think it's inappropriate yeah but yeah i have to say like that is probably like my most toxic like girlfriend moment yeah but i like that you bring up that at that age too your emotional intelligence is like possibly not even existent existing existing so that's why we also react to certain things well it is existing i mean she wasn't like a flat affect lady <laughs> like yeah, like don't yeah. that's true like, but it's, i, I mean it's, it's harder to control your emotions at a yeah, certain age but, right where you can't even identify them i also think just personally like looking at my own journey like i just wasn't equipped with that skill set yet like my defense mechanism for a long time was like denial mm-hmm. or like going Attack. a thousand right like zero to, yeah. a, to a thousand yeah and so i had that like those were my my two modes and in this situation i was so pissed that you know, I wasn't going to mm-hmm. like disconnect from it. I wasn't going to be in denial. I felt like mm-hmm. embarrassed. You know, I was like, what the hell? Like yeah. this brought me here mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. left me here. And then he's dancing with some chick. I don't know. Like, I just mm-hmm. felt like disrespected, you know, and it was like his his sister yeah. was there who who was kind of like a parent to him and like friends that we knew. And I was just like, I just felt disrespected. And so I was like, OK, I got you. I was mm-hmm. like, we'll see. We'll see who's more embarrassed, you know? Yeah, um, I, I really like the way you put it, Rosie, how you were like, you're you're not saying that he wasn't being toxic, but also you're you're saying like some of the behavior you had um engaged in wasn't like the best. Um and I think that your experience reminds me of one. I'm sure this was not the most toxic because I'm still trying to think about the one that tops everything, but it reminds me of one. I had a I had a long I had a long relationship um with my high school sweetheart and I think that one of the things that occurred there was immaturity. Um, a bunch of cultural bias that I think really led my thinking back then. And um, yeah, and I was just still developing, you know, emotionally, romantic, everything. And, and yeah, I totally engaged in a lot of toxic behaviors in that relationship and probably have in other relationships too. But there was one particular time that I had a similar experience with Rosie where I was like, you know, feeling like... Um, I wasn't being respected um, too much because there was always like a like a feeling of other women catching the attention more so than me catching his attention. So one particular time he was going out to have lunch with with some friend, some girlfriend that I've ne- that I didn't know about or hadn't learned that they were friends. So oh, I was like, no. who's this person that he's gonna go have lunch with and mind you he had had a history of just going to lunch with ladies that i've never heard of before and he'd never come home and be like hey um oh i had lunch with so-and-so today or i met this new person today like it was just always like never mentioned and then i'd I'd find out by other people so then i'd feel really dumb right and again those are my own shit that's my own like my own narrative of like feeling dumb or feeling like i'm you know maybe i'm not good enough or something like that but 
anyways, that particular time I learned like, okay, so who's who's texting you? Toxic behavior number one, <laughs> policing the text. Who's texting you? Oh, it's just my friend. Okay, well, um, what does she want or who is she? And he's like, oh, well, she's having a problem and she needs to meet with me. And I'm like, well, what's the problem? Well, she's having a problem with my with her boyfriend. And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> toxic behavior number two, being condescending. I was like, first of all, your ass don't even know what to do with our relationship. Why are you? <laughs> oh my god. Why are you giving advice to other women about how to right. handle the relationship? Yeah. Right? Toxic Fix behavior your own two. house first. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. So yeah, that's toxic behavior number two, being condescending. And then the third, again, was like policing, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm hungry too. And guess what? I got a lot of shit to say about people's relationship too. So <laughs> let me go over Mainly ours. Exactly. I was like, let's go over there and give her so- and therapize her. So yeah, I was. I invited myself to the lunch. And when I got there, the girl was totally, like, surprised. She was like, oh, my, whoa, like, what's going on? It was really awkward, and I'm over there all looking like a fucking lunatic. (laughs) With your burger and your fries. (laughs) Yes, I was like, "Hmm, what am I going to order? And then I could totally see him looking at her like, like he couldn't do anything like I want I demanded to come right and you know now that I think about it just like Rosie said it right it's like it's it's okay for for your partners to have their friends of the opposite sex right but at the time I remember again I I had said that some cultural biases have had been driving my toxic behavior was all like men and women aren't friends right and similarly with this relationship, he had said that to me, right? So he had he had kind of essentially made me strip all my male friends uh, um, no because way. they were like, men and women can't be friends. And then yeah. out of nowhere, he started sprouting all these female friends. So I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. So again, that was me getting revenge too, right? So there was a series of toxic behaviors that I totally like practiced um, in that relationship. My bad. My bad, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's matured by now uh, we're matured already i don't yeah. live with roommates anymore yeah. <laughs> she she doesn't need the trash can anymore. i don't need the trash can anymore. she bought a talking yeah. trash can or whatever i have different issues nowadays don't worry they're not exactly. the same way right. yeah. i'm toxic in different ways and more mature ways like i needed my trash can <laughs> it also sounds like you guys were being toxic towards each other and maybe as soon as somebody starts being toxic to you then you you, you become toxic right back but i like me das una y te doy otra, like you know, so it just becomes that type of petty, resentful type of relationship. Trauma so bonding. To... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that that's what you call that. All right. What so... is trauma bonding, bomba? <laughs> trauma bonding is is a relationship where you can replay your own trauma over and over and over, and it doesn't have to look the exact same. But example would be like growing up with my mom that was super like, you know, into her religious religion and I was super like not into her religion, but she imposed the religion so much on on me. I feel like she had like denied a lot of my truth, you know, like she denied a lot of my just like my reality. Mm. Um, And then after that. I end up dating a, an individual that denied a lot of my reality, right? And a lot of the times it wasn't okay to be me. It wasn't okay to have a bunch of male friends because that's what I felt like I usually made friends with was a lot of males. Um, and it wasn't okay to do that, right? And it wasn't okay to say raunchy jokes. It wasn't okay to wear cleavage shirt, you know? So all those things was me, again, replaying my trauma of 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 being with somebody that denied my truth and my reality. Right, which is why they mm-hmm. say sometimes we're attracted to the same type of person that has hurt us in the past, right? We just can kind of continue finding that type of person or that has those qualities. 
So how do we how do we address that? Like, how do you come to terms with your own like toxic behavior? Um, yeah, like how do you do that, or how do you get over a grudge, for example? You gotta forgive one hundred percent. If you forgive, you forget. I I know that saying people don't believe in like forgive forget, but I kind of do, right? If you're gonna make amends and make peace, and you need to move forward, you can't keep bringing it up and future fights about something that you've already forgiven someone about that becomes toxic right um i think one thing that can be beneficial is like seeking like an actual conversation right like really trying to clarify what happened like if and if if the relationship is important to you you can seek reconciliation right but i think the big one would be like clarify things like because a lot of Mm -hmm. times like my toxic behavior has come from just assuming things like I assumed you were trying to make me look dumb or I assumed you took my trash can because you didn't want me to to have a place to throw my (laughs) trash in right but I think that yeah the big one would be like like clarify things communicate like hey I the other day I thought you you did this and and I just wanted to kind of touch bases on it because it's been bugging me right yeah So kind of call people out on it or make sure that you're talking about it, right? That as soon as something happens, you kind of talk about it as opposed to like bottling it up, right? And you hold all this resentment and eventually you're going to blow up over a trash can. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, I think also kind of trying to get to the root of why the action or event like bothered you so much. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like really sitting there like, okay, this person did this or said this and I'm upset. But like, why is that? Right. Yeah. Like what, what's the real reason, right? They said that they, you know, they made a comment about, you know, my clothes or my house or something, like whatever it is, but what's the, like, what really bothers me about that? Mm-hmm. And again, it reminds me of the last episode about trauma, right? Why did I get mad at the guy I was dating that he didn't text me if I got home okay? And then I'm like, wait, why am I mad? That doesn't even make sense, right? And I think like, oh, because of X, Y, and Z. So, you know, listen to episode three in case you didn't. Yeah, totally. And I think that helps to also like, kind of take some of the responsibility, right? Take some of the responsibility for the grudge, right? It's not just about one person wronging you or that guy, you know, being fucked up to you over and over and over. But there's also some something we did to play into the situation. So, yeah, I was remembering, like, it takes two to tango and, and a lot of the power can come from just you acknowledging your your role in, in the situation. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I feel like when people apologize, the other person does too. Like when you're like, you know what, I'm sorry I did X, Y, Z. And the other person's like, you know what, me too, right? They kind of, everybody just decides like, oh, okay, you know what, well, let's, let's take accountability for our actions. Hopefully that's the kind of relationship, right, where people do own up to stuff. And then there's people who are like, okay, thank you. Yeah, you, you did me wrong. And I'm like, wait, what? You need to apologize too. Yeah. So ladies, what, um, you know, in, in closing, what can we leave our listeners with? What's your final note? My final note is ask for clarification. Uh, my final note is don't share internet or cut it off. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that Wi-Fi, sis. Cut it off. (laughs) Yeah. I I think just let that shit go. Like, let it go. It doesn't serve you. It's harder than it sounds. But it just, it feels better when you do. Yeah, leave the trash can alone. You don't need it. Let her take it. Especially if it don't fit in your kitchen anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yo tengo una para Navidad, Wendy. No te gracias, gracias, gracias. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening in. Okay, adios. Thank you, everyone, for
for joining us for today's topic. Special thanks to our audio editor and producer, HG from Beat Farm Productions. Hasta la próxima, and remember to join us next time by tuning in with your amigas to Spilling La Sopa. Spilling la sopa.